and that's what there you go was about I, myself. I, know I don't that shine I, do I glow and it's seeping out of my pores that I'm a survivor a strong work. woman and not one to be tested don't be afraid to glow as a matter of fact <laughs> the more it scares you the more you should do it hello welcome to the glow my podcast everyone hola mi gente i'm so happy to have you here today <clears throat> we're gonna go in we're gonna go in you know every now and then there's a podcast episode that i mean i feel like i you know i do pretty good on all of them but every now and then there's that one where i go in <laughs> And this is going to be one of those. It's going to be very, very helpful for you. Um, before I even get started, I just want to say that with the holidays coming up, and when I say the holidays, I'm, I, I speak from a worldly term, you know, not just the United States. This is a time of year where many people are used to celebrating and have different traditions for different things. And because of what has happened with COVID and just the natural... Um, circle of life and people, you know, being lost. And during this time, a lot of people are mourning those that they have lost and everything. I know that it's difficult. I know it's a difficult time, but I just want to challenge you to pay attention to what you do have, you know, because most of the time, a lot of people are kind of like stressing themselves out to, you know, impress people, impress Instagram, impress Facebook, but in reality, you don't even have to do that. If you have a roof over your head, you're winning. If you add loved ones to that, oh, that's a plus. And if you add food to that, you're already a step ahead of many other people. There's a lot of people that are going to be alone. There's a lot of people in mourning. There's a lot of people who don't have a place to stay that were perfectly fine in the beginning of the year. So... When you find yourself complaining about what it is that you do have, just remember that there's someone who always has it worse. <clears throat> That's all I had to say about that. Now, speaking of 2020, <laughs> and listen... I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, it's a new year. It's a, you know, because a new year is coming upon us, hopefully. Um, it's a new year. It's a new time. It's a new this. It's a new that. Uh, it's really not, you know, I, the, the, I mean, the chronological order of it. Yeah, it, it technically is a new year, but it's just 60 seconds away from what it was before. And things don't really change. I mean, you could try to work on changing your mindset. You could try to work on, you know, getting your glow back, which is what I'm going to talk to you about now. But you could do these things now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for a new year to do it. Start now. It's all about mind frame and perspective. Start now. 2020 has been a very stressful year for many reasons, for many people. When you add in financial trouble, um, the loss of loved ones, lost friendships, breakups, and all of the other things that kind of came along with this year, and COVID, the election, the stress of not being able to 
have the connections that you want because it is primal for us to be able to connect with other people, you know? And that has been sort of taken away if you're being safe. And it's really hard. It's difficult, right? And there's a lot of people that are suffering from depression and anxiety and other forms. Um, they're having some, some, some really hard times. It, it's, it really is hard for a lot of people. And I know that it's easy for me to sit here and say this will not last forever. It's really easy to say that. And I don't like putting blanket statements like that over anything because I know what it's like to suffer without COVID. I know what it's like to not have without COVID. I know what it's like to to experience some very unique situations. And saying this is not going to last forever never gave me solace in the fact that, yes, maybe it won't, but what about right now? You know, so with this being a hard year, with this just being a hard month or maybe a hard week or whatever, a lot of you, I know you feel as if maybe you you just lost your glow a little something. And I have felt like this before. So a lot of the times when I'm talking to you about things, I'm talking to myself as well. And I'm only talking to you because I have done it or have to do it or whatever. So there's some things that we do as people. And a lot of them are automatic behaviors and we don't realize how much they are chipping away at our self-esteem, how much they're chipping away at the type of person that we're trying to strive to be. They're holding us back. And a lot of these things need to be rearranged, let go, or you need to add some certain things to your life. Now, these are just suggestions. You can take whatever it is that you need or want and leave the rest. I mean, there's there's probably thousands of things that you can do to get your glow back. But I narrowed it down to a shorter list because why not? <laughs> why not? Um, and I'm not trying to be here for five hours talking to you, talking your ear off. I want to make sure I keep this short and sweet. And you take whatever it is that you need and leave the rest. And as usual, when I name things in like number one, number two, it's not... It's not in any particular order of importance. So number one, I'm going to tell you to guard your peace. This is how you get your glow back, guarding your peace. I've entertained different levels of toxic behavior that um, I'm even surprised that I have done myself. And some of you may be doing the same. But what happens is when you when you don't guard your peace, and, and when I say guard your peace, I don't mean become isolated from people. I don't mean become isolated from anything. It means remove that from your life of which is not serving you, right? You have to guard your peace because what happens is when you are in toxic situations and you have toxic people and you have, it's that toxicity, it chips away at who you are. It really, really does. It like it sucks you dry. And um you have to guard your peace, baby. Because if you don't, you're gonna end up being 
very, very empty. And you're going to be sitting around like, damn, what the fuck? You know, you, you, you must guard your peace at all. I don't care what you have to do. Start looking at different levels of different programming and, you know, just things that are making what doesn't serve you, what doesn't make you feel um, good. What doesn't make you feel, what doesn't add to making you feel good, right? Because we don't rely on people and things to give us our um, emotion, you know, to give us our worth, right? Happiness is a fickle emotion. What we want is joy. So whoever and whatever is not contributing to your joy must go. Must go. Now, I need to tell you this. Most recently, I had a little bit of an issue with with um with something that resurfaced because of something that happened and i realized that i wasn't exactly guarding my peace that i was just kind of like out there if you want to call it free balling i don't have balls but you know i was just kind of out there just OTFing, like we used to say in the army, out there flapping. And it was like, hold up. You know, you, you, you got to guard your peace, girl. You have to, you know, you have to set some boundaries. You have to, you have to guard your peace. So that's number one. Number two, stop striving for perfection. You, you have to just stop. Um, me, I am a perfectionist. I am. When I try to do something, I try to do it perfect. I've argued, <laughs> I've argued down <laughs> grades um, in school. <laughs> I have argued with different, in different ways to ensure <laughs> that I got A's in something and this and that, you know, and one can call it standing up for yourself and that's fine, but at some point, it's sort of like, it's not like you have to acquiesce to just settle. No, fuck no. We don't do that. But striving for perfection is something that you actually will never receive. You just won't. If you happen to go to the plastic surgeon, right? And you're like, fix all of this. And they do. They fix it. You're going to find something wrong again later on. And you can fix the physical all you want. But if your brain and your mind is fucked up, you can't, that's harder to fix, right? So being there, you know, being gentle with yourself and being patient with yourself and putting in the work to make something good and doing your best is better than striving for perfection because perfection is not attainable. It's not, you, you cannot achieve it. It's just something that cannot be achieved. And when you feel like you may have achieved it, you will always find something else wrong. And this is a this is a mental game that, you know, many of us play with ourselves. And it also, it doesn't serve you. This is not something that helps you glow. You know, when you know that you've done your best in whatever area that you have tried, that's all you have to do. You don't have, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I'm not talking about when it comes to people. I'm talking about when it comes to your personal endeavors. This is about personal endeavors. You just don't strive to be perfect. Like for me with the clothing line and with books and graduation, and there's so many positive things 
on paper, right? But if I sit here and I'm like, well, you know, the clothing line, it, you know, it's not going to be released until it's absolutely, that's crazy. Until it's absolutely perfect? No. This is how we learn and we get better. But perfection is not something that I strive for any longer. I don't strive for perfection. I do my best and that's it. And um, the reason why this is so hard on you is because you can develop a lot of anxiety trying to strive for perfection because nothing will ever be perfect. Next one. Stop internalizing people's shit. Okay? Stop internalizing people's shit. There's a lot of people that have some shit that come with them. And sometimes when we care about other people, some of us have the tendency to internalize their problems when we don't even have enough room and space to deal with our own. Now, this is a little bit different than having like a really good friend and helping your friend out and and stuff. This is this is a bit different. When I say internalizing people's shit, it's like their their toxicity. You know, stop internalizing it. Stop making it your own. If they don't want to stop doing whatever it is that they're doing that is ruining the friendship, that is um I'll give you a more solid example. I had a talk with someone and I told this person some things that they were doing that were causing me to feel uncomfortable. And this person decided to keep doing them, right? And the thing is, okay, that's your life. You do whatever it is you want to do. And instead of sitting there and internalizing it, because it's not my problem, sometimes you have to let people fuck up on their own. You really do. Because nobody has time for it. Nobody has time to be saving it, saving anyone. I used to be someone who tried to save people. I don't do that shit no more. I don't. If you're my friend, I'll be there for you. We can work some things out. But I have boundaries. Because I cannot empty my cup again. I will not ever empty my cup again for anyone. It's just not happening. It's not happening. My cup needs to be full for me and my life and the things that I'm striving for. It will never happen again. Stop internalizing people's shit. It's not your problem. Now, there's a difference between caring and internalizing, right? So you can care and be like, listen, I got you, you know, whatever, and help them. But don't internalize it. Don't lose sleep over it. You just can't. You just can't. You have to. This is about building yourself up, handling your own issues, because you can't carry them and carry you. You just can't do it. (laughs) Trust me. You just can't fucking do it. Next one, let your fake plants die. Now, this is something I always say, right? Obviously, if we're going to be literal, (laughs) fake plants don't die because they're plastic. But when I say let your fake plants die, 
What I mean is the disingenuous, the disingenuous people in your life, they have to go. Bye-bye. You got to go. And they have to go now. Stop thinking about it because you've already been thinking about it. You see what I'm saying? You've already been ruminating over this. So you already kind of know, hold up, this is not good for me. And you're going to have to make a move. Because what happens is these people are deterring you. They are holding you back. They are keeping you stagnant. They're constantly with their negative shit and it is piling on and it's too much. You want to be someone who is... Who has healthy boundaries. I mean, at least, you know, this would be ideal. Someone who has healthy boundaries that has the love that they need and and is able to, you know, the love is reciprocated and stuff like that. But it it shouldn't be so um, monumental. You know, sometimes you have to let your fake plants die. Some of us leave people around in our circles or in our lives just for the sake of saying that we have them. This applies to family members as well. You might sit here and be like, oh, well, I have five friends. But really, do you? Do you really? Take a moment and really examine that. What are these people doing that is so positive in your life? And and what happens with this is what I can't stand is a lot of people who are genuine, get overshadowed. It's very, very true. I'm a genuine individual and I'm genuine with most people, not most people, everyone that I give a fuck about. I'm just, I'm a genuine individual. But what happens is what's most important normally gets looked over, right? You can be genuine, you can be for them, you could be doing so many things to try to help them. You could be uh, trying to motivate them every single day. You do one wrong thing, all of a sudden you're a bitch or a cunt. (laughs) You do one thing that looks wrong in their eyes, and all of a sudden you're all kinds of this and that. Oh, God, and please, you're going to get back up from the peanut gallery. Your people, your toxic people that don't give a shit about you are going to also tell you the same thing because a lot of times jealousy is involved in it. Or these people just, they just, they just don't know. I've had this happen to me too. And fortunately, you know, now I, I'm, you know, I'm not wrapped too tight. So I'd be willing to get on a plane to fuck somebody up. Honestly, I'm not even going to sit here and tell you that I'm above that because I'm not. But, um, you know, in order to get my glow back, I have to let fake plants die. I can't sit here and listen to the peanut gallery or even pretend that they exist. Focusing on the positive, focusing on people that actually matter, focusing on opinions that matter, focusing on myself and the love that real genuine people give me. Come on. There's nothing better than that. Let the fake plants die. Let them go. You know? I I have had enough and I always have had enough of people and their bullshit. You know? If you gotta take care of yourself, that's just what you have to do. For some reason people love having my name in their mouth. But you know what? That's none of my business, the way I see it. 
That's none of my business. And I'm going to elaborate on that in the next point here. But listen, it's none of your business. If they want to sit here, <laughs> you must be important. You must be important. The next one, mind your business. <laughs> How to get your glow back. Mind your business, right? What A, B, C, D, E, F, G is doing is not conducive. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Unless these people are people that you love and love you back. And like I said, there are boundaries. We help our friends. We help our family and stuff. But at the end of the day, you have to ensure that your cup remains full. Mind your business. Don't put. Don't sit here and get in these gossip circles. A lot of these females and men feel that it makes them feel better about themselves to get in these gossip circles and crazy childish ass Facebook posts and you know group chats and all this other stuff about other people but in reality you look really dumb because your day is being spent talking about someone else instead of elevating onto a level that you need to elevate to you're staying stagnant you're staying exactly where it is that you have always been and if you don't watch yourself you're going to stay there and you're going to be there forever forever Minding our business, I'm most happy when I'm minding my business. Minding your own business encompasses just that, minding your fucking business. Doesn't mean being a loner. It just means, listen, what people say about me is what they say about me. What people, other people do in their lives is what they do in their lives. You're not the morality police. You don't even have time to sit here and tell someone else, listen, do you sure you want to do? No. Not unless these are your friends. These are people that you love or your family and you have a really good, solid relationship with them. If you don't, fuck the rest. Truly. Because nobody has time for that. You just don't have time for that. Life is short, right? And we say that so much. We say life is short so much that it has become such a cliche statement. But in reality, it is very, very short. We don't have any time anymore to be in anyone else's business or to be worried about what anyone is saying about you. Mind your business, keep striving to go forward because listen, your work speaks for itself. Your work speaks for itself. And God will make your enemies your footstool. I have witnessed firsthand people try to come back in my life and have seen them suffer because at one point or another, I have done good deeds for these people with a pure um with pure intentions. He will make your enemies your footstool. This is not something you even have to worry about. Let them talk. Let them do whatever it is that the hell that they're gonna do. Just mind your business and keep looking forward. The next one is keep good people close. Ah, keep good people close. Those people that love you. Those people really love you, meaning, you know, love is a verb, you know, they show you that really love you. Keep these good people close. You don't want these fickle ass, wishy-washy, one day we're good, the next day we're not. Keep good people close. I love 
my good people. I love them. They know who they are. Keeping them close is just like a warm blanket, right? You know that they have your back. They know that you have theirs. It's not a wishy-washy situation, you know, and they don't bring banality to you. They don't bring all this nonsense and bullshit. They just simply care. And the dynamics of that relationship is up to you. You're a grown-ass person. This could be someone that you're sleeping with or someone that you're not. The point is, keep good people close. Good, solid people. Keep them close. Oftentimes, it's the good, solid people that when you're going through your mess and you're a wreck, that those are the ones that normally get like pushed away. Because the toxic ones are so loud, right? They're so loud and they're bringing you in this direction and they're showing you this and just, don't be weak. Don't be weak. Don't be swayed, easily swayed by, by toxicity and other people and what the peanut gallery has to say. Keep these good people close to you because at the end of the day, these are the people that are going to have your back no matter what. And learn how to be a good person as well to them. Learn how to be a good person to them. The next one is stop comparing. You know, in the beginning of this podcast message, I talked about the holidays, right? Now, this is, if there's no other time, (laughs) this is definitely the time where a lot of comparison spirits are going to be coming about. Who has the biggest tree? Who has the most presents under the tree? Who has um, whatever? And people are going to listen. You know, I, I you know I can't stand social media. That's something you all know about me, right? I can't stand it because people fake jacks on there. They fake jacks. They look for sympathy. Nothing is real. I don't, I don't like to deal with the artificial. I like to deal with genuine and real. The artificial just really just irritates the fuck out of me. So when I say stop comparing, even if it's not within the holiday season... All I know is that in your news feeds, you're going to see a lot of things over the next two months where everything's perfect all of a sudden for certain people. And because you yourself, you may feel a little bit lost right now or you may feel a little bit broken. And I could tell you, you're not broken. You're just bent and you can get your shape right back. You're not broken. I feel like you're broke. When you break, you're dead. You're bent. So when you scroll through your news feeds on any other given time, it's, oh, life's great, this and that. People are, you know, showboating fashions or whatever it is that they do. And it can make you, if you're not secure in yourself and if you happen to be feeling some type of way, it can make you develop a comparison spirit. I don't care if you have to take social media away because honestly, sometimes you need a break from all of that. Too much coming at you. It's just too much coming. Protect your peace, right? So you might be scrolling through and you see, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow has a new house. And then all of a sudden, just like that in your mind, damn, I can't even afford my house or damn, I can't even do this. And that's nice. And then that's when the comparison comes. That's when the comparison comes. 
a lot of these people are not as happy as they say. I would probably say 90% of these people are not as happy as they claim to be. But they have something to prove. And you can always tell the ones that are not really happy because they have so much to prove to everyone else that they are happy. (laughs) Really, the most happy people or the most people who have a full life and have full joy, they're not usually on social media that much because they're busy living a full life. What you have is for you. What you have is enough. And I need you to understand that. And whatever it is that you're striving for and whatever it is that you get is for you. The other day I had a job interview and my really close friends, they were just so freaking supportive. I mean, so supportive of me. Checking on me every minute and stuff like that because something also happened in that day that I'm I'm not even going to mention in this podcast episode that happened to me. And... I still stuck it out and I was able to get my strength together to do the interview. So here I am doing the interview and they're messaging me. I'm looking at it on my MacBook and they're like, you got this. Don't worry. And I was just like, you know something? That's love. That's love. That's love. But I'm talking about comparing, right? So with the comparison... You're always going to find people that have greater or lesser things than you. Always. You can find someone that's living in a ditch. And you can find someone that's living on a yacht in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. Comparing yourself to either one of those. Some of you might think it may temporarily make you feel better. But in actuality, it really doesn't. It doesn't serve you anything to compare. So... If you find yourself being the type of person that, you know, you just kind of like have a little bit of comparing comparing, uh, spirit right now, it's best to kind of maybe limit your interactions with those type of uh, places that it's causing, right? If it's certain shows, if it's certain social media accounts, or if it's social media as a whole, get rid of that shit for a little while. Everybody needs a break from it. Like, and if you're just not in the mood to see showboating right now, open that shit back up on the second week of January. <laughs> like, truly. Stop comparing. Another one is release all expectations. This is my favorite one out of everything that I've talked to you about releasing expectations. Sometimes we can become reliant on other people's actions and their words, and we have to free ourselves of this. You have to release the expectations. Now, when I say this, I mean from people, right? Some of these things are things that you do for yourself and you do on your own. Some of these things that I've listed have to do with other people. And you've heard me say this before, that If you're my friend, if you're my love, if you're my sister, whoever you are, I expect you to play your position. Expect, 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 expect. However, honestly, I don't expect anything from anyone any longer. Yay, I graduated to a new level. And so can you release all of those expectations. 
Listen, someone calls you friend, someone says they love you, they're going to show it. You don't have to sit here and have a tally sheet or, you know, a mental tally sheet or whatever the hell it is. It just, it is going to be what it's going to be, right? Um, Release the expectations. You have to, you have to, because you have to understand that people are going to be exactly who they are going to be. And I find such freedom in knowing this. I find such freedom in just, that's it. That's a fact. People are going to be whoever people are going to be. That's it. (laughs) There's no caveat to that. That's really it. People can be fickle. And this doesn't mean like leave them where they stand or anything. It, it, It just means that you focus on what's important. Don't have these expectations because if you do, you will be disappointed. I mean, haven't we all done this? I put my hope in someone and I thought that putting my hope... And look, this is not something I normally do. But it was that situation that really helped me learn a lot about the shit that needed to be fixed. I put my hope in something and in someone. And for various reasons, it didn't work work out. And that's fine. But my expectations on them to show me the love that they claimed that they had for me and to show me the caring and stuff, it wasn't present, right? And if you pay attention and you have these expectations on anyone, sometimes you will find that they're either lacking or whatever. Just you have to release them. This is about getting your glow back. Stop expecting. You can't control anyone else. The only person you can control is yourself. Focus on your joy. Focus on what makes you happy. You release these expectations. If someone happens to, you know, give you a million dollars, oh, what a nice surprise. (laughs) You see, I don't think about average normal shit. I'd be like going way above and beyond. You know what I'm saying? If someone happens to, um, you know, call you up and, and, and say, you know, I love you. You know, to me, that's whatever. You know, I I like the action of the word love more so than, but if someone sends you like a, a, a nice, wonderful and, you know, motivating text in the morning, you know, some people do this every single day, right? And you might base your day on, okay, this person is doing this every single day. What about the days that they don't do it? You get used to it every single day, right? Well, what about the day that they don't do it? You're expecting it to come and it doesn't. So what are you going to do now? You know what I mean? Hopefully I'm getting across to you because this is, this is, look, (laughs) this is the best that I can do. And that's it. Release the expectations. It doesn't do anything but add to dimming your glow because you're putting something into other people. This is not something you can control. The only thing you can control is your response and your actions, right? Release it. People are fickle. They're going to do whatever the hell it is that they want to do. You're going to drive yourself crazy trying to make people more reliable or make them keep their word aware. It's just not fucking worth it. If you keep your word, you keep it. If you don't, you don't. Then I know where I stand with you. And that's it. I'm trying to see if I... Oh, celebrate your achievements. This is another one. It's so important to celebrate your achievements when you're 
trying to elevate and when you're trying to just get your glow back. For whatever reason, your glow has been dimmed. Like I said, this has been a hard year. But celebrate your achievements. I know for me, if I were to sit down and write on paper, I got so much done this year. It's not even funny, right? And it's about perspective. Like you can sit here and you can focus on the negative all day long. You can focus on what happened here and this and that. But what about if you flip that a little bit and you celebrate your actual achievements? So I'm going to give you a few examples for me. Like I could say I had the power to let go of some toxic situations. That's an achievement because there's a lot of people that will stay in these just for the sake until you're fucking nuts, right? I wrote two books. Um, I'm about to graduate college. I have a business. I have love. I have people who really care about me and show me. I have managed to um, achieve elevating. You know, I am not the same person I was a few weeks ago, let alone at the beginning of the year, whatever it is. Even if you have to sit here and write them down, there's no achievement that you've accomplished that's too small at all. Celebrate your achievements. Celebrate them. Because we have the tendency to kind of glaze over them. I know I do. I'd be like, all right, that's done. What's next? <laughs> Listen, when I tell you, I am, I have really been that way. And I'm not going to say I am that way because I'm, I'm working. I'm not doing these things any longer. Celebrate your achievements. I'd be like, okay, I wrote that book. What's next? All right, I created that t-shirt line. What's next? All right, I graduated. What's next? It's like, hold up, India. Take a moment. Take a fucking moment. (laughs) Settle down. And let's relish in the fact that you accomplished this. Don't be like, okay, on to the next, on to the next. No, 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 no. Those days are gone as far as achievements go. Those days are gone. I am going to relish and I am going to celebrate myself. And listen, like I told you in one of the earlier episodes of this podcast, it's called Clap for Yourself. Sometimes you have to clap for yourself, baby. And that's all right. There's going to be some people that are not as happy for you as you are happy for yourself. Because what happens is your achievements, um, the things that you are celebrating, it sort of like shows them It makes them insecure because it highlights where they may have failed or faulted or made mistakes in their own life. And that's not your problem. That's not your problem. There's nothing you can do about that. You know, what they have to do is they have to do their work. Don't sit here and downplay your pretty or downplay anything about yourself for the sake of trying to make someone else feel better. Now, how is this different than faking jacks on social media? You just might be happy that you achieved something. And you might not even share it on social media. This person might know you in real life. And all of a sudden, they start acting funny because you achieved something. Let them act funny. Release expectations. Let them act funny. You know, sometimes these things warrant a talk and sometimes they don't. You just have to pick and choose your battles. Sometimes things require your energy and sometimes they don't. 
one thing I'm realizing is that a lot of things that I gave energy to thus far in my whole life really didn't deserve it. Just don't. You know, your energy should be focused on on striving to be better and the people that love you and the people that care and that show you the people that are good in your life, the things that you're doing that are good with a giving heart and everything like that, celebrating your your achievements. Stop internalizing people's shit. Let your fake plans die. Stop comparing. Keep good people close. Stop having something to prove. I'm almost finished. I have two more. Stop having something to prove. And I mean, that's pretty much self-explanatory, right? What, what do you have to prove to anyone? When you have healthy relationships, when you have healthy things in your life, it's not that you're proving that you care. It's not that you're proving that you're invested. It comes naturally, right? But if you feel like you have to keep on proving something, what's the point? If you feel like you have to prove it, you really don't give a fuck about it in the first place, honestly. You know? And stop having something to prove also means stop showboating. Why do you feel like you need to pretend like your life is so perfect? No one's saying that you have to sit here and tell anyone all of your problems, but it's draining when you have to fake jacks, when you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. It's draining because what happens is internally you're doing something. Outwardly it looks okay, but internally you're actually not okay. And that's the part that matters on the internal end, not the external. And the next one, not at all by any means the last or the least important, but faith and prayer, you will be amazed how much this helps in getting your glow back. Being completely honest with God, he already knows what's going on anyway. And that doesn't mean don't talk to him. Talk to him. And I need you to understand, God is not a genie in the bottle. Like a lot of you go to him and you be like, oh, I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. And you expect him to just shake his head and be like, okay, no, this is relationship. This is a relationship. This is not, this is, this is not, you know, you don't go to him just when you need things. This is a relationship. You thank him for waking you up because every day is a gift. You thank him for the food that's on your table. You thank him for the fact that you are on this journey of glowing up. Because there's so many people that are not. There's so many people that they, they're perfectly fine living in their own deluded world, thinking that everything is all right, and it will catch up to them. But guess what? That's not your business. Having a relationship with God is one of the best things that I could ever do. He knows me inside out. I talk to him sometimes like he is my best friend. I talk to him like he is my father. And he is also my God, so I praise and I worship his name. God is the only reason that we're here right now. The only reason. There's a lot of things that happen in life that we don't understand. And I'm not going to sit here and try to break it down for you because I really don't understand them either. But the whole point of this and getting your glow back and getting your, is, you know, it's working on your self-esteem. 
It's working on your mental health. It's letting go of things that are not serving you. It's becoming a better person. Because if not, then what the hell is the fucking point? There's no point. I I don't see the point. If you're not always striving to be better, and not in a way of perfectionism, just striving to be a better person, a better lover, a better friend, a better person for yourself, you can do it. It takes time. But remember the key things that I told you, especially about keeping the good people close. Because good people will reveal themselves, especially in those times where things are so, so low. I have been there for people when they are were at their lowest, disgusting, most nastiest um, place. And they were never there for me. So they don't really even know a lot of the things that I was going through because they were never there for me. But like I said, expectations, psh, poof, gone, fine. You weren't, it's over with. Keep those good people close. I'm just going to go through the list again. Faith and prayer. God is not a genie in the bottle. You go to him, you talk to him, you be honest. You will see God move in your life. He's moving in your life if you're breathing right now. So it's kind of like breaking it down really to the fundamentals of being grateful for things. Stop having something to prove. Keep good people close. Stop comparing. Let your fake plants die. Stop internalizing people's shit. Celebrate your achievements. Guard your peace. Stop striving for perfection and release all expectations. Until next time, I hope that you got something out of this because I sure did. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon, loves. Ciao.